Dum dum. What up, everybody, and welcome. But <laughs> welcome to <laughs> another edition of the Put It in the Book Show. I am Steve. Got Rodriguez right over here to my left with my uh, with my favorite non. What was that? Bitter do. Uh, I love that hat back also, there. I'm, I'm gonna... Oh, what? Yeah, we, we we do have weather in the in the area. So in case we something crazy really goes on. Weather. Yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll be okay. Um, okay. Right, we got Rodriguez for the start. I got we got producer Joe's back there, right? Uh, Rodriguez, right behind you. Yo. Season one, episode two of the DC show. There it is. <laughs> uh, we got producer Joe back there. Uh, Keith will be along the way in just a few moments. Um, but as always, Senor Rodriguez, how's Damn. how's uh, how's life uh, hanging? How's it hanging for you out there? Speaking of hanging, let's talk about DC. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Is he talking about about that weird thing again? Suicide Squad? Suicide Suicide Squad, Squad. I think he's talking about. Is that what he's talking about? It's coming out next week. Do you know what Suicide Squad is at right now on Rotten Tomatoes? How could it be at any? It hasn't come out yet. 82. The crit- critic reviews. 82. 82, 82 says um, producer the muffled, Joe. The muffled guy. So what? What's what's the deal? What you guys like? Suicide Squad. Producer Joe hates. It's actually. Movies. It's at ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy crap, dude! I'm gonna watch it because that those are the sure. my my type of movies. But producer oh, Joe, see, but that's it. I watched it. I th- I enjoyed it. Did it you won really? an Oscar. It won an Oscar. It did win that? an Oscar. The original, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm did win an Oscar so for uh, yeah. what, was it That's costume great. or makeup? Co- costume, costume. Yeah, costume. Uh, Barbara, what's up? Like Frank Terzio, what's up, man? Uh, welcome, welcome, lot welcome. to talk about. Terzio, I'm putting uh, Terzio's got a job tonight. Just just in case, as we're you know as we're talking through all this great Met stuff, uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna put it on Terzio to be our roving reporter. And if any big oh, trades God. come through, Terzio, I need you to uh, to let chime in. Let us know. Welcome to the team, Terzio. Just remember, yeah, I get boom, just like that. I I talked you up. Okay, you don't know this, but I was talking well about you, Mister uh, Terzio. I love the jokes. Don't forget to give us the give us a Terzio special. We the Terzio special is always good to have. Uh, now that we got all that out of the way, I don't even know if we if we talked about Rodriguez and how his week is gone and whatnot. But we hey, are all going to go week. see the Suicide Squad. Mind your business. That's we're gonna... Mind your business. You always have Keith to will be a... Keith will be here in just a little bit. Uh, Terzio's ex has been traded to the Empire One Sixty One <laughs> show. Nice, I like it. <laughs> good one, good trade. Terzio. Good trade. On, that was actually that was actually producer Joe. You just gave producer Joe oh, a compliment, producer Joe? not knowing. Oh, yeah. damn it. I know that hurts you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, let's I go ahead and get this been, party started. Producer Joe, let's do it.
All right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Again, put it in the book show. This is season four, episode 19. And uh, we we got some stuff to talk about, right? So some uh, some good, some not so good, some some stuff we don't even know yet. You have like you have no idea what's going on in the Mets oh, front office right now. What's going um, on? Because I don't know. Well, I, I it, you know, there's it, rumblings on, on Twitter. Who wrote that? Who wrote that Phillies thing? Who that was that? Dom. Dom. Dominic Sorrentino. Dominic Sorrentino. Okay. We don't care about the Phillies. We're going to stomp them out when we see them. That's my attitude. Move on. Don't worry and about that's it, a, Dom. That's we'll a quote right. from the great Michael Strahan. We're going to stomp you out. Which, by the way, stomp, we stomped you out. For all you oh, Giants what? fans what? out there, what? we stomped you out. Uh, yeah. We'll be back in about a month. Month or so, uh, g- g- give it, give it. Oh, actually, a little bit less than a month. I my calendar oh, about three weeks. Thanks. About yes. three weeks. Thank you, Rodriguez, for that. <laughs> I uh, know so, I'm gonna be there. So <laughs> you will be there. Um, all right. So you know the the, the last week of the Mets, uh, we. Ooh. Well, I guess I better say something since he's all frozen up. It's like... oh, he stopped, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it's him, I, man. It's not okay. you. It's not oh, me. God. Yeah. Okay. Right. What, what were we talking about? What was he talking about? Let's keep going. I, you know what? Michael Strahan. He was, he was yeah, talking about. Okay. Talking about Strahan, I don't know. He was, saying, you he know, was all oh, over the place, man. We got a bad, a bad week or something. We had a good week. We took, we took two out of three from the Blue Jays. He's probably going to talk about that. So he's going to be happy probably. about that. But we, we, we lost three out of five to Atlanta, yeah, Braves, yeah, we didn't, you know, we didn't and that's very unfortunate. Yeah. We we did not make a good show, producer Joe. I do think there's a lot of noise going on behind my in my ears. What is that? Is that Farachi? <laughs> it might have been. What's it, going it, on? Oh my god! No, yeah, right, so he has he has really show. bad storms over his house right now. So Bro, let's I'm give him a minute. Minutes, he may I'm have lost the election. Away. I'm five minutes away, so it's gonna come my way, or or just pass me. So anyway, so let's talk about producer Joe. Give me your opinion. Give me your opinion on how the Mets played offensively against the Braves. Do you think that that team, that that team that played against the Braves, can actually get into the playoffs and do some damage offensively? No. There's only so far that our defense and our pitching is going to take us. We're playing. They're a mediocre team, and and we scored what nine runs and. Five games. It was yeah, ludicrous. Really. You know, yeah, really. it's yeah, not, not, not. not what, what do you think hard. is wrong with the offense? You think the offense? Is, I, I think they're trying to hit it out. I think everyone's trying to hit the big shot, trying to lift the ball when they could certainly do uh, two or three run rally every other inning or so if they just concentrate on making straight contact and moving the ball over. Especially I mean, when they when they shift on them so much, those shit should be automatic bunts. Honestly, I, I don't even care who it is. It should be I don't run. understand why it's not an automatic pump dump the third base baseline when the shift is on. That you know what? You do it one time and they'll never put the shift on you again. You know? Yeah, so, they'll, they'll put and if they put it on again, you do it again. It doesn't matter right down ready. the line. Yep. They can't yep. throw you if you have one guy in the major league that's shortstop and you bunt the ball and you're a competent runner, he's not never throwing you out. He's there's no way. So you're, He's you're, on, wave- you're on already. What, why Hello? are you waving? There's Karachi. 
Here I am. So I got. I'm. I'm joining via cell phone because I, as I warned Joe right before, the uh, there's a storm right above us, and and you guys are feeling it too. But uh, that last bit of lightning just knocked me out. But I am back. Look at this technology, baby. Wow, what a you're a hero. Now I have your view. Now oh, I have. Now your you have view. my view. Now you now know I how I feel. That you're you not see. gonna. You're not gonna see anything, actually. You're only gonna see us. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! That's all the view oh, I oh, get. Oh, oh. But that's enough. Uh, see? Oh, see? Joe's moving us around. Awesome. Well, okay, that's that's, that's good. Let, let's. Um, uh, what, were we, what were you guys talking about? The shift. Finally, I heard some shift talk. We were we were talking about the shift and the, and the series against Atlanta. Producer Joe seems to believe that our that the offense that we have that played against Atlanta is not going to do any damage in the playoffs. I agree with him. That offense that just played against Atlanta won't won't get us far, very far. It might even not, might not even get us into the playoffs. So that's what we were talking about, and then we started talking about how easy it is to get a hit in the shift, or at least try to get a hit, at least try to bunt the of the ball where the shift is. And and you came in with your yeah. Is there a ball. reason that major league teams, Mets included, of course, don't just bunt the ball down the third base line when the shift is on? Is there a reason? Is it is it frowned upon? Is it you know? Is it breaking the unwritten rule? They can't bunt. Uh, they can't bunt, Joe. That's yeah, the only reason. Uh, Them guys can't do it. They can't bunt. It's not because it's illogical to have a base hit in front of you and you just let it go away. Those guys can't bunt. How, how is that possible? Even if it's Alonzo, bunt the ball down the third baseline if they're going to shift you or if they're going to – or try to, hit, try to hit the ball to the right side. Don't swing at the first pitch. Play baseball. Stop playing, you know, video game baseball where everybody hits a home run and everybody is a great ball player. It's not real life. Become hitters. We need more 300 hitters on this team. A lot more. There's only one. Who's that? McNeil and maybe, and now this guy, uh, J.D. Davis. J.D. J.D. is the only other 300 hitter on this team. We need more 300 hitters. Uh, you know, Dom, okay. Yes, he is a 300 hitter if he stays on the field and plays. Which would be ideal. This is, Which would be uh, ideal, you know. You, you know. They're not asking much. You just play the game, dude. Yeah, and, I you mean, know, to, to Dom, I, I, I saw your comment up there. But, yeah, I mean, this is happening across the league. It's not just, like, I, I think. One of you guys said it's not just a Met thing. It's not. It's not. It's it's it's, 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 not. it's all across baseball. And uh, it, yeah, Tim, it, that that that's a prime example. When, when in the past we used to, it used to be, it used to take like three forty, three fifty to lead the league in hitting. Now, now you could be top ten in hitting at two eighty five. In you know in 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 the league, and that's just yeah. But there's there's a lot of three hundred hitters in the American League. There's a lot of three hundred hitters still. Okay, there, there, there's a lot of them, and and we have three or four of them on the team. One, one is a is a steroid head. He's out this year. He's a 300 hitter. You know, don't you know? You know what I'm talking about? Oof. And uh, you got you got you got McNeil, who's a 300 hitter. When he stops trying to hit home runs, you got JD Davis, another 300 hitter, and you got Dominic Smith, who's another 300 hitter. Those are the three guys. Nemo's close, but he's not quite there. Lindor's a 300 hitter. You got guys that can hit 300. They have to just do that. Play to their game. Stop trying to lift every ball. A line drive is great, man. If it goes in a gap, it's a double. 
it's not that hard. And and so I, I, I said that earlier. There are, I, I just I just lost count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are 12, 11, 300 hitters in the entire league this year. 11 in the that's all horrible. Of major that's leagues. not even that's not even one per team no it's it's so i, I just it's a third the, a the, third the leader a third. the leader in all, a third a third the leader Absolutely. in all of baseball is nick castellanos who is at 329 vlad guerrero mr who producer joe knows knows well he's at 327 michael brantley mm-hmm. the, the 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 cheetah that got brought back there uh, 326, 322, Adam Frazier at 321. And uh, you go all the way down to Jesse Winker of the uh, – actually, we're about to see him uh, when the Reds okay. come to town at 306. So, Everybody else in the so, league is below 300. So the point is that we're, we're stuck in a, in a league-wide uh, apparent uh, thing going I on. Think, Everybody wants to hit home runs. I think it is. I think it's. It, it's got a lot to do with the way that baseball handled the juiced ball, right? I, it, in, in in my opinion, I there, there's there's this, always this thing about becoming knee jerk in your reaction to certain things, right? And so they deaden the ball, they do this to the ball, they uh, you know ensure this is happening, and now we've gone the opposite direction where. You know, we uh, eleven three hundred hitters in the entire league. I've, I don't know that that's. It's not happened during my lifetime. Maybe the dead ball era in the '60s and the '70s. But what's up, Keith? No, gentlemen. What's up, Lars? What's going Hello. on, guys? Sorry, I am late. No, that that that's I all good. I, I had I had an issue too. I had a thunderstorm roll through, and uh, lightning knocked me out, and uh, it it became the producer Joe and and Rodriguez show, which is. <laughs> Fine by me, but we, but we were just mean, talking about it. You know, they're talking about uh, three hundred hitters and the shift and whatnot. And it, you know, we I, I just looked up and there's eleven hitters in all of baseball, Keith, that is that are hitting three hundred right now. And so we were, you know, we were talking. Everybody else is below three. You know, even the even the great Justin Turner is not hitting three hundred. <laughs> oh, now oh, you're mad at Justin just because David Wright screwed him out of being the Mets. Oh, he's oh, doing it again. <laughs> See that? Big if you would have got that look, if they get that look, they don't get screwed. They do the screwing. When you look like that, you're doing the screwing. Yes, guys, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dip out real quick. I'm gonna go back onto my original camera because I can't do that. I can't. I don't know how you do this, Rodriguez. See you. Uh, smell you later. <laughs> don't smell me. Don't smell me. Right. Delay, delay, delay. Echo. There is. Echo. Ooh. He's on the dark web, ladies and gentlemen. Web, web. He's on a dark dom web. Dom, 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 this is good stuff here. So I wonder, you're saying you think the shift is affecting the amount of 300 hitters, or are you just kind of throwing it out as a theory? No, the, the, the guys were talking about it when I disappeared, but it, it was it was along the lines of, you know, the shift, why don't you bunt a little bit more? Guys aren't being able to beat the shift. And I, I kind of just said, you know, this is kind of like knee-jerk reaction from the juice ball. You go from the juice ball to 
uh, a different type of a ball and uh, pitchers are doing this and hitters are doing getting cracked down on that. And now this year, this is it. You know, it, we we always think that, oh, my God, the Mets are suck. They they can't hit. And a lot of teams can't hit. You know, the I think the Brewers have a lower batting average than us. And they're like 20 games over 500. And yet when we faced them head to head, we, we, we took the series. Yeah, I, I, so, I, I will never say I understand why players don't take advantage of a huge gap on one side of the field and bunt up that line. And we've been saying that on the show since the beginning of the show, fundies, fundies. You're going to give me a big, giant gap. You know what? I'm going to drag bunt. I mean, not me. another I, I, can't, I can't drag Jeez. bunt the 95-mile-an-hour fastball, but these guys should be able to, and they should hit it right into that gap. And I'll take a base hit. Listen, if the Mets can get four base hits in a row, now the bases are loaded and you score to run. Base hits are okay, people. You know, and if you're going to give them an open side of the field, take that base hit. You know, I mean, what are we doing? But anyway, you know, that that may be affect right fundies that may be affecting the batting average. But, you know, there was the golden era us growing up with the Curry Puckets and the uh, um, Tony Gwynn's and the John Olerud's and what? Oh, (laughs) jeez. So fundies, the underwear built for two. (laughs) What does that say? Twice the fun? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, you know what? I want to congratulate I, I'm Joe. Buy some. Where are? Where can you get them? 1975. It's like that old movie <laughs> stuck on you. Yeah, yeah, right. I want to. I want to congratulate Joe because I really had no comment for that at all. That was good. You and I always have something Joe. to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good there job, goes Joe. Your fundies. All right. Uh, we we also you missed uh, Keith. We put Terzio in charge of any uh, trade rumors out there. Um, I heard Terzio so said that his ex wife is hitting around the same batting average as uh, Conforto. Yes, the Conforto <laughs> line. Uh, James Bond just catching Don't up on, on, on the comments because you can't see because <laughs> you can't see when when you're when you're watching the you know I, I feel Rodriguez's pain, but uh, yet, James Bunker. Ta- I do. I, I feel. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, what's the timeline for DeGrom? It seems as though uh, next week is when some stuff could start happening there. Thor is maybe the third week of August-ish is what they uh, last talked about. And then Lindor, uh, they said about three to five weeks total. So that puts him mid-August. Mid-August. Um, so he we, should be back by mid-August. We'll start, and we'll see if the guy who wants to play next to him is is uh, in a Met uniform by then, Mr. That, Baez. We, that we would don't be know. A, that would be a little crazy, man. A little crazy. So let, 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 let me let, let me ask this question because I, you know, and rightfully so, uh, Conforto is not hitting. Edwin Boyson, cowbell man, is in the house. The legend is here. Cowbell yes, man. you're right, Terzio. What's up, man? We 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 love you out there. Yes. We listen to the cowbell. We listen to it. It gives us. Gives us that drive, especially producer Joe. Producer Joe loves it um, because loves he doesn't hear all these sounds back there. So the occasional no, bell, he gets a excited muffled, about. It. A little muffled, yeah, a little bit. Right. So, um, but but again, I, I've seen a lot of uh, not much today, uh, but before I guess maybe the throw had something to do with it last night. But uh, a lot of a lot of stuff about Conforto now. And I, I, somebody said something about, I, I want to say it was Bohan from earlier. But so now with with the way the Conforto's hitting are, you know, do do you want to give up on him? And and now you could potentially sign a Baez in 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 place of a Conforto. What, what, where do you guys thinking about 
that kind of stuff now. Yeah, I was just say that's that's really tough. I mean, you know, he earned the name on the show, the Charlton, for a reason. He goes ahead and has one year. All, granted, sixty games last year, uh, but in the same sample of games this year, polar opposites uh, in terms of offense. Uh, defense, he's consistent, if not better, um, as you can see last night with that throw home. And, and as Joe said, credit to McCann for that as well. But um, it, it makes it – what's that? More, More cowbell, cowbell please. <laughs> it makes it really <laughs> tough. There you go, Edward. That was for you. It makes it really tough because, you know, you know what uh, Conforto's capable of, and it's a lot. But then he, he, he kind of disappears like he did – like he's doing now. Um do I want to replace him, not sign him and get somebody else? I don't know if I can answer that. I think I'd have to give the rest of the year to really give an answer on that and see if he turns it around. Uh, right now he's making he's making that a tough call, but I, I personally would give him the rest of the year see what he does. Uh, we, we, we do have that clip. Uh, Producer Joe, I, I, I loaded that in there if you want to take a look at that throw from yesterday. Um, and right before we do that, I, there's, there's, uh, a couple of games over the last eight or so that he's, that he's won for us. Uh, one with his, one with his arm, one with his bat. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm not defending 208. That's not a thing that's happening here. Keith, maybe, uh, maybe lightning hit you over there. <laughs> you're, you're uh-huh. muted too. Let, let's, yeah. let's play, yeah, let's play that, the clip first. The clip is ready. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Deal after a leadoff double. Adrianzo, though, lines one in the right for a base hit. Almonte to third is being oh. waved home. Here comes Conforto, throw to the plate. McCann, the tag. He's out! Oh. He's out! Conforto on the fly to McCann, who slid. Put the tag on the sliding Almonte to keep the tie run off the board. Brilliant throw. We had Diaz in there. It was just a, a, a if 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 not for that, it's 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 really a wreck last night, and be really becomes that's, a wreck of a series. Rodriguez, that's go why ahead. you don't give up. You don't give up on Conforto because he's a, a as a right fielder. He he's he's a very good, very good right fielder with a good arm, as you can ju- as you just saw. Yeah. He's a he's a good defensive player. He's a young guy with his ups and downs. Uh, he has the skill. He has the power to be a home run hitter. He has skill to be an average hitter. So he's a good player. Why does signing uh, Javi Baez mean that we have to get rid of Conforto? It doesn't necessarily mean that. There could be other things done to keep both of them, both of them on the team. You know, and, and if you, you have a – listen, the only thing about Javi Baez, the only problem that I see with him is that he strikes out a lot. Other than that, He's a gold glove uh, fielder. He, he's a power hitter. Cannon of an arm. Or second with a cannon, cannon of an arm who loves the game, who plays it hard. And him and Lindor, it's Puerto Rican power. You know, that's honestly, there's a lot of pride in Puerto Ricans. And when, and when you want to play, you, you want to play with the best Puerto Rican player out there, it's Lindor. And Javi Baez is, is a very close second. You know, yeah. so those are two, two really good players. Why Imagine that double play combo. Imagine a double play combo. Leave JD Davis at third. Leave or put McNeil at third. I think I don't yeah. even care. DH somebody. It's for the next five years. Get rid of Cano. Don't you know? Make save some money for next year. Do, there's a lot of things that can be done. We yeah. have it all. It and and, and Cohen, Cohen's, 
Yeah, and, and Cohen has already said he's he's willing to go over over the uh, threshold. So that, and Cohen he he is pushing. It. You, you listen to some of the reporters today, and they're all kind of saying the same thing: is that Cohen is pushing for a trade to get done. Um, there he is. There's the man. Go. Oh, there get, he is. I do have a little bit of news not involving the go Mets, get but I did. Him, bro. I did say that we would keep up with some of the trade stuff, oh. regardless of whether it's Mets or not, but. The Yankees oh, no. got Gallo. Are are well? They already got Gallo, uh, but they are ne- nearing a deal to acquire Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs uh, to play first base for them. That would be horrible. There you go, Cornet. Cornet. Cornet is saying at the same moment. time. Horrible moment. Uh, I I heard the Red Sox were strong after him, and I don't know if 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 the Yankees jump in because it. Oh. This is one of those things where uh, Such you know. Such a nice uh, kid. You want to take nice you you you're blocking your opponent from getting him, but I don't see the Yankees catching the red side. The only hope but, the Yankees have, barring a miracle, is the second wild card spot. Now, now Rizzo's gonna go to hell like every other Yankee. <laughs> well, he he's not going. You know, he, he's not signing there. So maybe at the end of the season, he signs somewhere else right, and if he, doesn't he redeems sign, himself. He, if he doesn't sign, he won't go to hell. But if he signs that paper, straight down when it's over. Redemption, Keith. Keith comes back to that. To yeah, that this, for, for those who are in not in South Florida, we have crazy lightning down here, so we're yeah. just getting some power surges in our area now, which isn't too far from Faraci. But uh, did we or true. did we not? Uh, only because I wasn't on. Did we or did we not also cover the Gallo situation? Yeah, we, we just mentioned Gallo. Yeah. So so yeah. now that they the Yankees get two big left-handed bats in that. Tiny, tiny, tiny ballpark where Gallo might hit seventy in the second half. Uh, so, that 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 guy's got some crazy power. Um, Terzio says MLB Network says it's a done deal. Yeah. So, so they'll go back to the team Rizzo they have to been the over. Wow. They'll, they'll go back to being the team they've been for the last what twelve years or so. Lots of runs and they can't <laughs> hold the runs. They'll lose a lot of 12-11 games. Uh, they'll win more games than they're winning now, but they're going to lose a lot of. 10, 9, 12, 11, 7, 6 Dude, games. Even when, they, even when they suck, they usually have a better record than us. I mean, let's uh, be real here. Rizzo's been, <laughs> Rizzo has been, uh, Rizzo's been informed of the trade. So that, that's, oh. a, that's a done deal. I hope he pukes um, on the field and shows him how. I hope he pukes <laughs> on the field. I hope uh, he so laughing. I mean, we we were we were not really connected to to Rizzo, and why would we be when we have a big beast, big Pete over there at first base? We have our own babies, <clears throat> and um, um, big wow. big Dom. I mean Dom, big Dom. There it is. Uh, speaking of big Dom, oh. if ever there was a case for the DH in the National League, it happened today with Taiwan Walker up at the plate, two on, two out. And he's bunting all the way through because I think twice he came up we, with a potential. Uh, we don't want to. Yeah, right? but he, we don't want our pitcher getting hurt. Position. Yeah, but come on, man! You, you can't. You can't get up there and take a few swings as a pitcher. You don't even get to swing. Those are the things you look. They said he hurt his shoulder, they, they, but they they said. I mean, he's hitting no. What is he hitting? No thirty three. Oh, but they said he he hit something with his shoulder last time with a swing. You know, sure, he had the side sure. thing going on. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, it it does for everybody who says, "Oh, just leave it alone." Stop. What are we doing here in in a in a divisional game? I think it was five to two or three at the time. 
in a divisional game, you're going up there and you're bunting with two two strikes, two outs, two on, and that's just not not fun baseball. That's not that's not fun baseball to me. You know, uh, when, when you're when you're giving up and out there in a situation where you got two on, you're you're closing in on the game. It's a divisional game. You're trying to put these guys away, and then up comes this guy. And, and then, if the and Grom then, was up, if the Grom was up, well, he wouldn't be, but he. But he he's the only guy. I mean, everybody else, I wouldn't want to see up there. He's the only. And Keith, if Degrom was Keith, not show the your pitcher. show your Degrom swing face. That's that's Keith is always upset. Keith is uh, always very concerned. I don't. If I, Degrom not upset. was not uh, the pitcher, saying. I would love to see him up in a uh, run scoring or runners no in one position opportunity. Funny thing that is, no swing one he about took a few years back when he held his ribs no. and missed a start or two. Ever since then, let's go DH, baby. Oh my baby. god, they like they like little girly girls sometimes, man. How many years? Girl. How, how did this ever happen that a pitcher can't even take a swing and then he goes on the DL? This never used to happen. What what the heck's going on now? They're so specialized with everything. Come on, Delilah, get on, get, get, get take a swing. You know who's Please. you know you know what I find about. Um, you know, p- people complain about players these days and their babying and everything. But who raised this generation? The generation before the people calling before them babies. But, <laughs> don't try you know. to blame. Don't try to blame me for nothing. <laughs> Hashtag robot ump. Hashtag any any of my boys. Robot ump. You should really think about that robot ump thing. You I want robot ump. Give me my robot. You, ump. Want, you want robot, robot ump when that when that curveball comes around the corner? And it's not, doesn't even go over the plate. It's going to come around the corner and hit the strike zone all the way in the back, unhittable, when that strike goes into to, as to long as They're calling it six, for six, six for inches outside team. anyway. As long as they're doing it the same for both teams, I am all for it. Then you our can, pitchers you need can, to you learn can to throw that pitch, and the hitters need to learn how to hit it. Adjust. Can, it's called baseball. You, you can't hit that. You can't hit that because it's not going over the plate. You're taught to hit the ball over the plate. The ball's got to go You should at least swing at it. Always swing. They Yogi Berra would hit it. Yogi Berra, <laughs> Yogi Berra throws bad at it. So Yogi you got to adjust. Who gives a crap about Yogi Berra? And he's a skanky anyway. He's up he's there in heaven skanky. with Warner Wolf. <laughs> Warner Wolf died already, huh? Finally. Yeah, I, I guess so. I was going to say thank goodness, but I didn't really mean thank goodness. I mean, finally we're right. All right. So, all right. Let, let, let's let's get right back today. to. We have to be one one of these days. Um, the day he does I'm pass, sorry, God. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm not wishing God. on him. We do have to. I have mean, it. it's gonna. I, we could say that about yeah. anybody, and we'll be right. right one one day, we'll be right about everybody. Why are you yelling uh, but, at me I, about that for? What do you got? To we, so angry? we will have to mean, have a wonderful <laughs> memorial show the day it happens. Yeah, I think and so. We'll, and we'll and we'll go to the videotape. We'll um, go to lots of videotapes. Producer Joe will set it up for us. Because he's he's the best producer in the, in the, in the game today, and, and all you I, all you can tune in to the videotape showings. Hey Keith, before we get to our next segment, uh, do you want to talk about coffee? Uh, sure, I'm drinking coffee right now. Great, segment. I don't believe it. I don't believe he's it. A liar, he's a liar. Knob Creek Water Coffee, straight, <laughs> from, <laughs> company, straight from the company. rivers and forests of Kentucky. Uh, com from their roastery to your front door. You can put whiskey in your coffee if you want. I suggest it, especially in the morning before work. Makes it a little easier. Don't listen to him. We're not loose. liable for anything he says. Nothing. None of it. Everything. <laughs> None of it. 
brooklynwatercarfrosted.com from the roaster to your front door. Speaking of whiskey, Drunken Pig. It's a whiskey-infused bacon-flavored coffee. It is so delicious. And you know where you get that, Farachi? At brooklynwatercarfrosted.com. And it's got bacon flavor. It's got whiskey. It's got to have at least three, 400 calories a cup, right? How many calories come in that? 7,000. Wow, minus 7,000, which equals? Zero. Boom. Have two cups. <laughs> Add real uh, whiskey to it, but then the calorie count changes. But do it. Just do it. Yeah, be careful. Do it in the morning, in the middle of the day. Four t- have four cups of whiskey a day. Don't do drink and drive. He's trying unless, to get you to Unless you work with me, because I don't want to deal with you if you're drinking whiskey all day at work. Uh, BrooklynWaterCarfRoaster.com from the roaster to your front door. <laughs> only the finest beans are selected and roasted for your pleasure. Your pleasure. Uh, all right. Morning Wood, www.brooklynwatercoffers.com. Check them out now. You can use code popculturepros and you get your third bag free, but that means you got to buy two and then you what? get three. So, for two, there's, a, there's a ton two of flavors of out there. Check them out and you know, you get a third bag free. Try it. I suggest Morning Wood with your whiskey, <laughs> but anyway, guaranteed to ship within 24 hours of its roast date. He wants your Morning Wood. Oh boy! All right. So, uh, sorry. Let, let, let's let's get back. What is uh, good, G? Let's reel it back what into good, Mets G? talk here. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Keith missed a week. He's all discombobulated. I thought that was pretty good. That was Mrs. Farachi. I'm not sure what you're bad. What you're saying, but uh, I will take you word <laughs> and judgment for it because you are all wise. All right. Go. So we uh, we we come don't, into don't a you know, feelings. Don't do it. Uh, all right, so we come in with a five-game set against uh, against the Braves. The Braves are five games out coming into the series. Could have been ten games out. Could have been tied. Uh, but the, the, the Mets are four games ahead of Craplana. Uh, the Phillies, I, I think. George, what's up, man? Six, seven. Uh, I think somebody mentioned in here that the Phillies won uh, – Either game one of their doubleheader or game two of their doubleheader or or whatnot, but it's still it's a three and a half game lead now. Um, so you know you 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 go into this series, and I was talking to producer Joe right before the show. The Mets in their last forty five games, the Mets are twenty two and twenty three, and have lost exactly zero games in the in the standings. So. Obviously, yeah. this lends to that the uh, rest of the division is not uh, doing so hot. We're, we're the best of the not so hot. The Marlins are out of it. The Nationals are 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 about to be out of it Sellers. because they already traded Choking. their closer. Choking. Scherzer, I I hear uh, you know just just going through here, I, I see that the hold up on the Padres deal is that Scherzer has to um, Scherzer has to approve that deal. That was he wasn't the Padres were not on his original no trade. Um, destinations so anyway you you fast forward uh through the five games uh you lose three out of five there's still four games out what what what, what's your impression rodriguez on you know the 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 mets have set them set themselves up now less than 24 hours to go before the trade deadline i think the mets are set up well here but they do need to add on you watch the series and you judge the Mets on this series only, which you kind of can. You kind of can because they played it the same way they've been playing the whole year. The, f- the last 45 games, basically a 500 series, pretty close. 
they need they need somebody on offense and they need uh, a starting pitcher. That's basically what we need at the trade deadline. What we're gonna get, I don't know. Would I be happy with Baez? Sure. What we would get? What will I give up for him? I don't want to give up our top talent, but if he's willing to sign, he and he seems to be willing to sign because he wants to play with his boy, right? So yeah. Lindor, Lindor and Baez. That's a good. That's a good combination. Let everybody else figure everything else out because those are all stars. The gold glove. Gold, gold glove players. Also. Would you trade Davis as a part of the package and move McNeil a third? Sure. Over here? But the problem is McNeil. Point, yeah. you, have to, yeah. you have to trade. You have to trade Davis, or you have to trade. You could even trade Smith. Okay, because Davis can go to the outfield. You can even trade Smith if you want, because you actually have a, a bona fide first baseman that's not going anywhere. So uh, think about that. The big Dom could be gone. <laughs> Then you can make, uh, you know, talk about his dom's domness on a, on another show. So nope. that, then he's gonna be stubby I'm, Vienna. Then he's gonna be oh, let's go stubby Vienna. Okay. All right, Joe, you guys got the visual, you right? You guys got the visual. No, Smith or Davis, Smith or Davis one, of one of them goes. Now, okay. <laughs> okay, so let's say uh, you get Baez or Bryant. Um, you know, whatever the situation is, you so who who do you want to trade there? Do you want to trade Dom, who is? I don't. I'm not Dom. saying trade. I'm not saying no. Trade I, I'm, I'm major leaguers. I, I'd rather trade yeah. minor leaguers, but but most likely they may trade one of those guys. Yeah, I don't because Davis is still young enough. If he get if he's in the trade to the Cubs, the cut that could be something that the Cubs would want back. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, because Agreed. of. You know he's he's shown definite signs that he can be a fantastic hitter, and uh, you know his defense is mediocre at best over there. Um, but you know the more he plays, the more it's gonna you know the the better he'll be. I had to look Keith. away when he chased that fly ball over his shoulder this this afternoon. But what's up? <laughs> uh, I I want to go over to you and talk about um, Terzio would have have a hand than his ex. Ah ah ah, but I'm. We wanted Brad Hand in the offseason, by the way, uh, and we didn't get him then either. Uh, he, didn't so want to come I, to, he didn't want to come with us. He wanted to be a closer, which, I mean, the money. I mean, who, who's, who can blame him? I mean, you get closer money compared to eighth inning guy money. Uh, that's, that's, that's a big deal in baseball. Was there a huge so, difference between our offer and the closer offer? I don't know. Well, it, it, it you know, anyway, we, we can't it judge it based on familiar. You got to judge it based off of oh, – which, by the way, how great has Familia been this year? How great has Familia been this year? Fantastic. Who? Who? You know, you know, La Familia. I don't know if that's a pun, but I will never. Joe, can you put up? Can you put up George's? Wait, let, let, let let's look comment. at this real quick. Okay. Jerry's familiar stuff has been absolutely nasty lately. This is from the great Steve Gelbs, who never gets a thing wrong. It doesn't get talked about enough, but he's really having a great year. And and look, we, the, our our bullpen has been solid, and it, it it might not be something that you know in years past. Every single year, we want to go and we, we we need to address our bullpen, upgrade the bullpen, and all this stuff. This year, yeah, sure, you can never have too many arms out there, but there are different uh, areas that you. Uh, if need we to had address. if we had another starter, if we had that bullpen would be even better because they'd be well rested, and and, and them, all of them walking. coming in fresh, my God. 
Familia? Yeah. Uh, nah, is he? This is it. He for wants Familia, to get met. He wants to be a met. So he he's does. an easy sign. He's an easy yeah. sign. Does that but, mean uh, the way that you're saying it sounds like you want him to sign? I said he's easy. Producer Joe, that am I wrong? Mean, that doesn't mean <laughs> just because you're easy doesn't mean you're good. That, that, you that, that, that admit it. Up. Admit it. Admit it. Admit it. <laughs> All right, but uh, okay. So Keith, so uh, another target uh, that has been kind of talked about here and there is Jose Barrios from the Twins. Uh, Andy Martino is is reporting that if Mauricio is not in the <laughs> if Mauricio is not in the uh, deal, then might as well not have a conversation. And so th this that? is a guy. Um, the twins have said if Mauricio is not in a in an, in the offer for Jose Barrios, then don't even like step back, son. That basically. guy, that guy's a beast, dude. He he's Mauricio. he's very listen, Keith. Th th this is these are his stats. So uh, his career is six years, uh, all with the Twins. He's fifty five and forty three. You know the Twins have been up and down a couple of years. Uh, they 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 were running away with the division and and whatnot, but never been able to shake the Indians and stuff clear, but. Uh, his ERA is 4.08. Uh, now that being said, in his last five seasons, his i his highest, I complete. I, I just swallowed the H. His highest ERA oh, is four. His his ERA in his rookie season at age 22 was 8.02. That's what brings up that ERA. But uh, he's been in the uh, 3.5 to four range over the last five years. Um, his strikeouts about 200, 195. He's at 130 this year. He's a strikeout guy. He's got great stuff. Couple time All Star. Would have been an All Star last year. And so, would you give up? I, I'm gonna step back on this because you know my deal on prospects. Would Would you give up a Mauricio uh, in exchange in a deal for a guy like Jose Barrios, who, by the way, has one year. I believe uh, on his contract left after this year, so you get an extra year from him. I, I think I think you you have to, and it's hard for me to say that because you know I love prospects, kind of opposite of you. Mm -hmm. uh, Mauricio is really coming to his own. He's he's uh, his his bat is really waking up. I think he's what 10, 11 home runs this year. Uh, but that's against minor league talent. We don't know what he's going to do in the major leagues. Somebody like Barrios, we know what he's worth in the major leagues, and he would round out. I don't think he's a number one. He might be someday in the future. Uh, but he rounds out any rotation, two, three to four starter, depending on the depth of your rotation, beautifully. And to have him every fifth day um, over the hopes of some prospect who's doing well in the minors is well worth it. On top of that, he's 27, and our pitching is starting to age a little bit. We do have uh, uh, Yawan Walker, who's he's relatively young. We have Stroman, who's relatively young. But, you know, DeGrom's getting up there. Uh, uh, Carrasco's up there. Uh, so to, to get somebody who is established and against some really good uh, American League teams um, into our rotation, I'm, I'm all for it. And, and he's been healthy, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, been, so, pretty, he's been pretty healthy. Uh, he's um, do, do I want to lose Mauricio? <clears throat> no, but, you know, you're not going to get a guy like Berrios for free. So I, I'm all for it. Pitching. Really, and, and this year, and Met fans, if you don't realize that, this year tells you the tale. Pitching wins because our offense. We have some players who are capable of some great offense, but they have not been playing great, and um, our, our pitching has been keeping us alive. 
Yeah. So uh, pitch, pitching and and uh, actually our defense has been the most consistent part of our yeah of our, our uh, game this year. You know, and, our and, hitting has come and gone, mostly gone. Pitching has come and gone, mostly come. And um, <laughs> the defense has been these, there. Even some of these guys have been filling in for Lindor, like Vilar and uh, Giorme and um, McNeil or whatever. Uh, they've been they they've been holding it down uh, defensively, but um, yeah, we, we you know because Lindor's bat has not really think, been awake. Think so. about it, Keith. What you're saying, Lindor. Who who's the shortstop for the next ten years? Lindor, Lindor right? Yeah, absolutely. God, God, God willing, you know, goodness willing, you know, whatever. He's our shortstop for the next ten years. Is Mauricio going to play shortstop in the majors? Then no, he's going to have to go to third. Do we have a couple a other base yeah. prospects? Yes, we do. So guess what? Like you said, Berrios, an ace right now, who could be an ace for the next five or six years for Mauricio, who won't probably won't even play with us, may not play with us, may get traded for somebody else. Yeah, Javi Baez, come on down, Mauricio. You got to go. Yeah, yes, you know, I... <clears throat> and and McNeil, McNeil's so um, flexible. You could you could throw him at third. He is not a liability at third base. He's better at second, but he's not a liability no. at third base. You put Baez at second and Gold Glover. Uh, not last year. I think two years ago or three years. He won I a Gold Glover. I career. put Baez at third. So, and then you have um, Lindor, Gold Glover, and then you have Pete the Beast. Not a gold glover, but decent. And McNeil. He at, saved at the game yesterday. He scooped the ball up that Villar got on the ground. No, Pete, oh, Pete is it. good. Pete is. Oh, Pete, Pete's, so Pete's he's definitely. A, he's gotten to be a good first baseman, I think. Not, not I just, a, I just worry when. Excellent. I worry when he's slamming his balls into the dirt doing those stretches. I mean, excuse the vulgarity, but. Very, geez, very scary. I mean, yeah. Butch Husky. Oh, boy. Left field, baby. Oh, so look, wow. top of seat. Producer Joe is telling you he's a top prospect. He's and a what top happened prospect with Butchowski? Look what happened. Producer Joe's making our point. Butchowski wasn't bad. Joe. He he was yeah. a third. He was a fourth outfielder. That's you know, he, but he was good. He was good. He was a good fourth outfielder. He did a decent job in Boston too. Short career. So he wasn't a terrible you, player. But... Do you want to trade Butch Husky for Roger Clemens at the time? Would you have traded Butch Husky for Hell Roger Clemens? Hell no. you got to keep Butch all the way. Those freckles. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I, I mean, mean see course. how weird people are? People are weird. Butch had his years. <laughs> and it was probably the years that it, it might be. It might have been producer Joe and his crew that Dude. scared Butch Husky away. All his <laughs> years. All his years combined make one average year. Okay. If Actually, Mauricio, he did have one just... very good, two two good years. <laughs> oh, that's oh, Greg Jeffries. You, you so, I, I okay, another Greg one, Jeffries. another cry baby. Cry baby. I remember him just being a cry another baby. One. I couldn't stand it. When but he first you know came who... up, I was excited about him and just wham. Every time he made it out, wham. My just... mom, my mom could, my mom hated him, and she also didn't like Todd Hundley either. Attitude, but attitude he was issues. really but good though. He was a really Greg good Jeffries hit. was good, even better when we when when we traded him. Uh, or or it was a free agent. Um, yeah. So three thirty hitter. Listen to Butch Husky. Butch Husky in ninety seven, two eighty seven, twenty four and eighty one. Rodriguez. Oh. Okay. And in and in ninety nine, he didn't play for us. He took over <laughs> and, for and, and he had a nice season there. Crazy crap like that, right? Yeah, he he was good. He was a good player. We you know he went to Boston. How, how did the, <clears> how <throat> how did the heckling go, producer Joe? Producer Joe. How did the Butch Husky heckling oh, go? Oh, he's Butch. He's Husky. He's Butch Husky. 
<laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and there, and and then he was really? like, "I'm retiring. I'm out. I'm out. I want to go to Boston." Yeah, but uh, when, when we did it to him in visiting fields, when we did it to him in Florida, I think that put him over the top. <laughs> uh, t- oh, so t- Timmy, Timmy's saying, yeah, I, I do know this about uh, Timmy's wife. Uh, Jeffries was my wife's first love, then Todd Hunley. Um, so here, here's it was an interesting comparison between uh, the, the other day on one of the shows I was listening to of Greg Jeffries and Jeff McNeil. Uh, and how the perception could be made that when McNeil gets pissed off in a 12 to three game that the Mets are winning or losing because he popped out or did something could be perceived as him putting himself first as Greg Jeffries, uh, seemed to have done back then. It was all about him, which if, if all players said, I want to put myself in a position to win. The team's going to win. But what do you guys think about that particular uh, um, comparison? You know, Rodriguez, Greg Jeffries from back in the day. You remember him slamming the bat. McNeil slams the bat now. So what, what, what do you think about that comparison? Listen, to, to be uh, uh, in the major leagues and to stay up there, you have to perform. And there has to be a certain intensity that you need day in and day out. So that intensity, you need it at every event, every single pitch. Some guys have it, some guys don't. Some guys show it, some guys don't. McNeil shows it, and and that that's fine with me as long as it's not something where he it's detrimental to the team, where he makes uh, hits a ball, it gets called out, and he doesn't run to first base because he gets upset on a strikeout or something. He does something stupid, a mental mistake. That's what I can't stand, you know. But to be physically upset and smash and smash it back on the ground. Big whoops. It doesn't matter. That means you're mad. That means you're trying, at least, you know? And, and if he gets uppity, Lindor knows how to deal with him. Don't go look for squirrels <laughs> in the back. I'll be like, oh, was it a squirrel? Was it a raccoon? Was it a raccoon? I think it was a raccoon, bro. I don't know what it was, but somebody found something. It was a raccoon, baby. Whoa, Joe, Joe. Raccoon, you Joe, you're killing the show with that picture. This is uh, – and, and – Oh, and come on. Coming on. Oh, it's man. Coming. This is blast from the pad. Feels like the episode we did where we talked about the most hated Mets. Now put a picture <laughs> up of firecrackers. Come on. That's one of them right there. Sean, Sean Lilly points out that uh, Butch Husky was the second to last Met to ever wear number 42. Uh, also talks about how Jeff isn't universally loathed the way Jeffries was. That, it, that, that's, that, that's a big thing there. Jeffries was, Jeffries was not a, fa- a favorite of... Either his, his teammates year, I, or the I fans. Him. I had a plaque of his. He but came up as remember, a golden child, remember? Yeah, that's why I liked him. But remember, you know, you're, nobody you're, liked him. You, things, <laughs> memories from a long time ago. The first thing you're gonna remember is your feeling. I don't. I know how I felt about him, but to compare him to really? the squirrel, I how did you feel I, I'd really him? have to look at video <laughs> and well, that's I well, that's what I just described earlier. I, I, I'd really have to look at video <laughs> and kind of try to understand why there's a difference if the behavior was similar. I don't even know if the behavior was similar because it was so long ago. I don't remember the exact reasons. I just remember how I felt at that time, which was, you know, that he's a jerk, a crybaby, and annoying. I just remember, I don't know who it was, what announcer it was, but I remember he got pissed off. Greg Jeffries got pissed off. Probably had to be late 80s. And I just remember uh, the announcer saying, hey, kids, this is what not to do on a baseball field. 
as he like threw his helmets uh, and all but this. But it's also a different time in baseball right now. You, you know what I mean, Farage? For like, sure. It, so things things are are more accepted, you know, than they were back then. Do you guys like what Javi Baez did the other day with Cincinnati? I do. Oh, we covered Rodriguez. <laughs> I I I I like that. I. I, I think that gets all the competitive stuff going. If you want to fight about it, fight about it. But then the next day, uh, the, the the Reds pitcher was the one who got Baez out. There it is. There's a the uh, fight buddy, between baby. Harrelson and and, uh, and Petey. Pete not in the Hall of Fame rows. Pete is a beast. But, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I, I thought. But going I thought, back to that, Rodriguez, what, what, Keith, what do you what, what do you think? I, I I know I know I saw how old school versus new school played out online at least, but you know. Well, yeah, online is a whole different other joke. But uh, you know, here's here's the deal: him and that pitcher had a relationship, and that relationship was beef. So I was okay with it. If he did that on a regular Beefy. basis, he did a, a walk-off hit and every walk-off hit, hey, every random pitcher he did that, it's kind of a bit much, I would think. But, uh, you know, him and that pitcher had a history, and that was his to that pitcher. And I was totally okay with that because it's competitive. It's baseball. If you don't have your competitive nerves up and running and, and you're not willing to either rub it in or, or take somebody rubbing it back into you, then you shouldn't be in a competitive sport. You should go cry color with coloring books and puppies or something or whatever <laughs> coloring books and puppies <laughs> yeah so Rod- rodriguez you brought it up what, what what did you think about it i think it was too much i don't think that i'm not against celebrating if you hit a home run or whatever if you have beef with the guy like keith says and then you want to show yourself up on, on on national tv and make yourself seem like a to me he looks like a schmuck honestly it's not i, I didn't think it was professional as a professional baseball player this is certain. This is certain decor that you have to have. You represent a team. You represent a city. You're gonna act like a like a buck clown on on, on TV like that. Even if you hate the guy, so you can see he could have celebrated a little bit a little bit less, and it would have been between them and the other guy would have known. Cause that's the way I feel. As long as you know that I beat you, that's all I need. I don't need to show the whole world that I'm that I'm that I'm a big man. I just needed to show you, and he did it. So why why did he have to do all that? So it's let me just, play devil's advocate to that real himself. quick. Uh, on two, two, two quick examples. A third out, close game. Diaz strikes out the last person, and his big celebration on the field. Uh, that's one. And the second one is uh, Conforto, base hit, uh, game-winning walk-off. They all run to the field, rip a sh- shirt off. Would you also consider that the same kind of over overly demonstrative rub it in your face to the other team? No, the thing, the thing with the thing with bias that I, I don't know what producer Joe. The thing with bias to me, like if it was a begin between me and that pitcher, and and and, and I beat him, okay, I'll, I'll I'll celebrate, but not not to the extent that he did. I think yeah, he was too more much. Personal, I think right? it was too much. I think he just made too much of it. I'm not against him being happy and and elated and all that good stuff. Like the guys when they they rip off the shirt or whatever, you know, you, you you're happy with it. You're not trying to make the other, not even trying to make the other guy feel bad. That's not even the point. The point is you just make yourself look bad to me that you're not a professional baseball player and you should have a little bit more, more, more cool to you, more, more, more polished than, than to be that. So I, I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I, I think it's okay, but I definitely respect where you're coming from too, especially since you've played the game. It's a little, maybe a little different view on it. 
Yeah, I, fan, I, that's, you know, that's I, how I, I feel. I mean, you know, when I beat a guy, when I beat a guy, at, at a, if I'm pitching and, and I strike him on, I beat him, and it's a guy, because we will talk to each other. You know, I'll talk. There's a guy named Nestor on, on in my league. We talk about it all the time. He's, he's an ex-pro guy. He always wants to hit the ball out on me. He never does. <laughs> so we talk smack all the time. Look, see? That's how you do. You have fun with your friends. But what Baez did, not cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, I can certainly see both sides of it. Uh, I, 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 I just, I, I like the celebratory. I like the, that that stuff in in basketball. I like it in football. Um, so I, I do want to see baseball. You know, with with that kind of stuff. Maybe he went a little bit too far, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Mr. So, Gaines, Rachi, did you think Mr. it was okay Gaines when A Rod smacked the ball? Out of what's the name? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm kidding. Don't answer that. Keep it moving. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's um, different. But no, no, you're right. Uh, to me, right. because of that history, it makes it okay. If he did that every at bat, no, but anyway. <laughs> Frank says for 20 million a year, I'll do cartwheels. <laughs> Max, That's Max says friend. celebrate however Max. you want. See, Steve. but but b- back in the day, you, ah, you, you, you would have like done that and then worried about in the ear hole. The next guy. Well, then is the that right? Guy, I mean, would you, you sealed his fate? Would you do that to a Nolan Ryan? Mm-mm. Because he will not care. He's getting thrown out. He'll put it in your ear hole. And if you want to charge him out, he'll throw it out with you. Exactly. Nolan Ryan. Exactly. They don't make it like they make him like that anymore. And that you know, or uh, and, and um, Robin Ventura. Robin Ventura and uh, Nolan Ryan fight Adam on you know the headlock. You know, <laughs> headlock. But I remember yeah. Robin okay. Ventura for the walk-off Grand Slam single. Yep. No, for, for I'm sure. I'm a man and his face punched in. <laughs> just, just like McNeil. Just like McNeil. Oh, oh man. From oh, squirrel uh, to raccoon in oh, one swing. Squirrel. And Baez is coming. So Baez is going to back Lindor up. And they're both going to jack up McNeil every time hey, he says something stupid. Check it out. Real quick, not to slow the uh, progress of the show, but it's the first time we've all been back together in three weeks. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. What's up, gentlemen? That's, Good stuff. Uh, missed I missed cool. this, you know, triangle of love uh, here. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, a couple of me. a couple of a uh, couple more comments here. <laughs> uh, George says it builds rivalries. Uh, it builds rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Let me hit you in the freaking head with a baseball. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Pedro Martinez head slamming look at, Zimmerman look at into Ma- the floor. <laughs> Cousin, cousin, oh my, that was that was not nice. But but Zimmerman was uh, trying to attack uh, him. He was. I like Pedro. Caribbean yeah. League do, do it normally. MLB doesn't like it. Uh, uh, what else did Max say here? Um, celebrate however Don't you want. Don't listen to Max. I, He's my cousin. <laughs> I know Max. He's gonna say everything. Look, Pichu oh, Pichu, do the, do the cha-cha. cha-cha. Every time, see that? Don't listen to Max. Pichu, you know, the little cha-cha <laughs> action. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Assisi says it wasn't too far. Let them celebrate. Timmy says I celebrated when I hit bombs on 67th Street. Roof and, it, Tim. Uh, roof it. <laughs> roof it for the auto, says, for the auto play my walk-up music. Beat it. <laughs> uh, the biggest rumor Whoa. right now, Mr. Gines, is uh, it's it's pretty quiet when it comes to Matt's. They're interested in a bunch of guys, but. I, I did to, you know, from Baez earlier. to Story to Barrios to what do we have? Bryant. Tomorrow, right? We have until 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. 
I did read uh, earlier, oh, and I'm not sure if you already mentioned this on the show. If you did, I apologize. But uh, that J.D. Davis is um, not up for trade, but they are, Mets are willing to discuss J.D. Davis in a trade, which tells yeah. me Javier, that's a Javier Baez type of But situation. I don't want – so, it, you know, Andy Martino said a little bit earlier that the, the Mets were willing to include J.D. Davis in a deal back in January for Bryant. Why wouldn't they do that now? I don't want – I don't want Bryant for – I don't months. want Brian. I don't I want Brian. And and guys out there, I I know that he's a big name, but to make a trade yeah. for a guy who who hasn't hit what he hit back in April when he got off to his hot start, um, and his defense is okay, it's mediocre. So it, it, for me to send JD Davis and somebody else because that's what's going to take to the Cubs for for um for Bryant for three months is not worth it to me. That, that's for, just, bias, that's... for bias, I would do it. For Bryant, it, no. And, 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 and for bias, listen, you need to have a stern sit-down conversation with him about his attitude. Um, but, you know, if, if he's willing to sign you know long-term. You know what? If he does it when he's a Met, I may okay. understand <laughs> a little bit more. It's going to be a funny uh, uh, personality clash when he's a Met are you, uh, tomorrow. Mike, are you talking about this microphone being trash? Get out of Get out of here. Blue microphones are trash. Um, okay. It's going to be a funny personality clash when he's a Met after tomorrow <laughs> between him and Lindor when Lindor comes off the um, DL to see. Are you kidding if, me? If Lindor can keep Baez, Baez's uh, uh, attitude in check. They'll be fine. You think Lindor will punch him in the mouth? Who buy? He don't have to. He don't have to. He he he's the boss. That's how it goes. Everybody now knows he's the boss. McNeil found out real quick. (laughs) Well, you you know what it is too. It's it's the uh you know they're 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 it's a kinship. They're both from Puerto Rico. You you know what I mean. So they they have a bond. So they'll they'll have a mutual respect. And you know uh, I think Lindor's personality is, is. it's a dominant type of personality, and people tend to fall in line with how he approaches the game. And I think it would actually help Baez a lot. Well, let's see. I, I would love to see yeah. Baez on the team, honestly. I, I, I think people I, want to get rid of McCann. Is that am I hearing those rumors of Farachi? No. See people, people on our thing. No. say, get rid of McCann. Don't, I hate him. We're not doing that. I'm and Joe, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it, it was. I mean, it wasn't Joe. I, I. Who was it? It was. Was it, was it Max? It was Pete Joe. I didn't read your notes. No, it was Ter- Terzio. Any deal, any deal at the Mets do, I hope it includes McCann. Stand that, can't stand that guy. McCann is also a guy who has saved us <laughs> from from losing several games. Big home Listen, runs, good defense. I get. Buffalo I mean, and he's better, not even hitting that bad. Was I, Buffalo I mean, a better hitter. Not. Yes, but who's a better player? Not last year. Uh, Not even close. No, Buffalo's betting like this, 180. Okay. Well, and he couldn't move. In his first, his first two years with the Mets. <laughs> he right. was a Buffalo. Well, let, me, let me finish. No. He he was no. a good hitter, Buffalo. He <laughs> Thanks. So hold on. Well, he was only in the Mets for two years. He, so he, first two years, no. I thought was, I thought it was three. <laughs> was he for three years? I think it was three years. I could be wrong. I thought it was three years. It was two. All right. Now we have two. to check. Fact check that. But while I'm fact checking that. What'd you say? What? What'd you say to me? We... um. You know, we we said, "Oh, the defense is bad. We want to improve up the middle, improve up the middle." And guess what? We did. We improved up the middle uh, with Lindor, with getting rid of Cano. I'm sorry. I know everybody 
has different views on this, but to me, Cano was a little bit of a lazy second baseman. Putting people in there like Yorme and McNeil uh, has improved our defense, bottom line. And having McCann behind the plate up the middle, we've improved drastically. And credit to Nimmo. uh, I know he's been on and off the DL, but when he has been in, Nimmo has played a, uh, might even say stellar center field. Pretty good. Yeah, why? Why is he playing a stellar center field? Not because of him. It's because of the coaching staff finally getting up off their ass and okay. figuring out how to play the guy. Thank yeah, God. Maybe you're right. You right, know? positioning him right. Like Degrom is positioning uh, 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 what, Freddie Freeman. Maybe Degrom is positioning Nimmo now. Degrom probably should. <laughs> I remember that game, but he, he's doing that? this to Freddie Freeman. That. that was great. But that yeah, I mean, right. So up the so middle. Much. The, the Mets' plan for this year was to improve defense up the middle, and we've they done have. that drastically. And uh, they're doing a great job, McCann included. That's the uh, only it, reason we're in first place, you know, the defense. Honestly, if, I believe that now 100% because our pitching has done well, but our hitting blows. Consistent but, uh, hitting. T- Tercio, you cannot, you cannot take one at bat – Two men on, nothing. <laughs> Two innings later, bloop base hit. I get it, but you sound like producer Joe right now. You can't take one at bat and say McCann's trash. I could say that McCann's a Hall of Famer based on a game-winning home run, a pinch hit, two-run shot that he hit a couple weeks ago to win us a game. You win the division by one game, and thanks, McCann, uh, they because need, you they got us to, in the playoffs. <laughs> they need to hate somebody. They just need to hate somebody. It's Somebody's got to hate somebody somewhere. It was two years Buffalo was with us, but just deal. for the sake of me being right, we'll call it three. He had a robust right. 239 last year. But the, his Crazy. first year, he was a good slap hitter. He got a lot of base hits. He did a good job. Last Jim, year was don't try and scare any of us like that again. And, you, know. you, you remember a, a oh co- uh, maybe or a couple of years ago that we were talking about Thanks, uh, with, with Timmy? <laughs> we were talking about Thor and DeGrom. Both, remember they had them both in Yankee uniforms? How dare they? All right. Uh, Producer Joe, uh, let, let's talk about this weekend. Uh, we start tomorrow. Uh, the Reds come to town. Uh, Barbara, as... Yes, for Fairweather fans, there are a lot of if if you were in the amount of groups that I was in and we see lots of Fairweather fans out there. Um, Frank says he Frank caught Frank says he cost us on a Friday night game a few months ago. Is that Terzio? Stop. Really Let, go it, Terzio. Terzio. Let go of it, Terzio. Let go of it, Terzio. You know what? We should you trade think... Pete. Didn't Pete strike out in the ninth inning with runners on to lose a game for us? Trade Pete. A year, a year and a half ago. I, I remember he did that before he even played in the major leagues. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but remember listen. Remember the guy who two runs in a game? The can's not going anywhere. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. I love Calm you, Frank. Calm down. Calm down, Frank. <laughs> he says he never forgets. All right, listen. Tomorrow night is the night that we've been all waiting for. We're Woo. back in black tomorrow. And who welcomes in back in black? But Carlos Carrasco, Carrasco baby. baby. Cookie Carrasco, will he goes tomorrow, makes his season and Met debut uh, against Sonny Gray, who is has a fantastic 2-6 and six record for the, Ray, uh, for the Reds. Of five. I take him. 4.50 ERA. Yeah. I, I wish uh, Carrasco took better care of himself in a DL. He's as big as a stadium now. But I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, all right. This is the first time, at least for an entire series, that we have no TBD in there. 
So tomorrow, so Saturday is a Saturday night game, seven o'clock. Uh, you got Wade Miley, eight and four, two point eight six ERA. Who I want to say we missed in Cincinnati against Rich Hill, who pitched well. Uh, maybe was left in a little bit too long uh, in his Mets debut. Is six and four, three point nine four. And five ERA, I'm sorry. And then on Sunday, we got the uh, Sunday afternoon game. Uh, Marcus Stroman goes. He's now 7-9 and nine with a 2.63 ERA uh, against Vladimir Gutierrez, who I picked up in my fantasy team because he had a nice stretch but did not fare well against the Mets last time out. 5-3, uh, 4.75, which we like. So that, I mean... What are you guys thinking for Carrasco, Rich Hill, maybe a couple of four and five inning games out of those two? So uh, the bullpen, in my in my humble opinion, needs to be fully rested, ready to go. Um, none of this six pitch, one inning, I'm not coming back for the second inning nonsense. Um, so you want to go around Robin and see what we think the Mets are going to do this weekend? Terzi already says two out of three. And he's going to Saturday's game. All right, Terzio. And ACDC, Mike, uh, Assisi. Uh, uh, maybe I'm saying that wrong. I, I don't like pronouncing last names on air. So, um, Rodriguez, what, 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 do you, what do you see out there? Two, two, um, got three games coming I, I up think, with the Reds. I think a bullpen better be well-rested. They better have taken their naps, and, and they better be ready because they're going to probably pitch a lot in the first two games. Uh, Carrasco, I don't see him going long. If he goes four innings, if he goes five, it'll be a miracle. Uh, which would be, uh, if he's going five, that means he's doing well. So I'll be happy. Then you got to bring the bullpen. The next day, the same thing. You got to bring the bullpen in. The only one that's going to give us innings, it should be Stroman, hopefully. And if he goes eight, the bullpen uh, will have a little bit of rest. But I can see us winning two out of three, if not sweeping the whole thing, if not just t- taking all three. I think it. I think it's possible. I think we can do it. Mr. Laris, what do you think? Can't wait for Eichhoff to get back, somebody said. So, uh, you know, as long as we just go with the strategy all weekend to intentionally walk Jesse Winker, we can probably take two (laughs) out of three. Uh, I'm a a little questionable on the Carrasco. I don't know how far he's going to go with the Carrasco game. I don't know what he's going to do or what it's going to look like. But to Rodriguez's point, this weekend is really going to rest on our – bullpen our bullpen really needs to step up because we're going to have two short short pitchers uh when i mean by short is five inning pitchers uh carrasco are you talking about are we making fun of mark marcus stroman's height now Jeez. and marcus stroman's height uh <laughs> carrasco uh, and um who's the new guy we just got um rich rich hill, um, rich hill. yeah they're they're like five maybe six inning pitchers uh, Stroman, on the other hand, um, I mean, th- this guy is a warrior. He's go he goes out there and he gives us what he needs and he pitches to what we need, stretches the innings. Uh, I-, I love, I love Marcus Stroman. Um, I hope, I hope he's a Met for a long time to come, but it's, it's really going to hinge on our bullpen. And <laughs> if our backs finally wake the hell up, you know, <laughs> Trade Strowman. There it is. <laughs> yeah, our bats really need to wake up this weekend because we went from having this robust Wait, offense. Keith, did you not see that? Yeah, I did. I, I ignored oh, okay. it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we went from having this robust offense to the Braves just 
shutting us down. But we, we have this thing with the Braves for whatever reason that, like I, w- I was saying in our personal chat offline, that they just have this edge on us sometimes. And I, I don't get it because they're not a better team. But, you know, they shut our they shut our offense down the last four days or four games, I should say. All right, screw them. Um, just catching up on, on some last-minute uh, uh, trade rumor stuff before we head out. Mystery team has shown interest on Max Scherzer. Uh, it's not a mystery. It is now become the Angels. Look at this. All Ooh. California. Everybody Ooh. in California wants Max Scherzer. <laughs> no, the whole damn state wants, wants wow. him in there. And let me tell you, the, 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 the Angels are kind of hanging around out there without Trout. They're hovering around 500, which is not what Trout, was Trout thought. coming back any day now. Any day now. He's on your team, right? You're ready. You're, you, yeah. you, you can make a – listen. Kitching. Listen, we're all on a fantasy uh, baseball team. Some of us are happier about it than others. But Rodriguez has had all these injuries. <laughs> and he's – Trout is ba- – Trout's been injured all this time, and uh, I finally get a returning guy. I get Cookie Carrasco, who I stashed mm. uh, in in the draft. But uh, you sure did. Man. You sure. All did. right. Um, I just looking to see if there's anything else here uh, that I can pass along. Any nuggets? Um, oh, that's gross. It's 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 really just that uh, Cohen is pushing the Mets front office to make a move. Um, that's. That's really it out there that I can that I can see. Keith, talk, um, talk to Cohen, Keith. He's right behind you. Talk to him. Tell him to get us something. Don't pick his nose. That's not gonna <laughs> help. Oh, that's disgusting. I taste a trade coming. Hold on. Yeah, he tastes uh, a trade coming. Oh, look at yeah, trade. Max, <laughs> they're they're all Max. They're all in California. It's the Giants. It's San Diego. It's the Dodgers. I think are involved also. And now it's. Uh, the, the Angels. Uh, Terry Francona, uh, just as we go out here, he is stepping away from the Indians um, for the rest of this season to focus on his health and his recovery. Nice. So, oh, best um, wishes. And and best he also doesn't. He also doesn't want to just hang out in the dugout as um, his crappy team gets crappier. Wow. That was <sighs> nice. Oh, sorry. My apologies. They're the Guardians. Oh, the Cleveland I... Guardians. <laughs> Well, they're not the Guardians <laughs> the next year, so next year they are. are but are they just Cleveland this year? Are they, are, do they call themselves the Indians? They this still year, have the I, Indian I think... logo, I believe. Well, who knows? Who what, cares? Whatever. Anyway, uh, let's Guardians. let's talk Guardians. real quick as 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 we head out, producer Joe, about Sterling's Paradise, uh, because I always talk about this when I'm getting the hungriest from the show. Sterling's Ooh. Paradise, authentic Haitian cuisine. Fantastic daily lunch specials, all that stuff. Uh, 754-205-2637 is the phone number. You call ahead, order ahead, go pick it up. Order through one of those fancy new uh, new technology apps out there like uh, Grubhub. I almost said StubHub because we're doing a sports show. Um, what's that other stuff? Uber Eats, all, all that stuff. So uh, make sure you check them out. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, daily lunch specials each and every day. They are located at 360 State Road 7 in Margate. Again, for you guys listening on the podcast, 754-205-2637 is the phone number. Um, Mr. Terzio is asking when our next show is going to be in. We, we, we do take it from week to week because of uh, just how the schedule is. 
Um, and then for next week, August, we we have Thursday available. We actually have Thursday available for the next three Thursdays as the Mets go to Miami. They're home against the Nationals the following week. And then there's that big trip, 10 o'clock games, four against the Dodgers. Um, as, as we head towards the middle of the month, uh, we got Marlins, Phillies, Nationals, Dodgers, Giants, Dodgers, Giants again uh, through August. Um, let's... Um, Let's see if we can make it through. Bring back Big Sexy. I think we can get a petition going for that, Terzio. I think we can absolutely do that. Uh, let's go round robin here as we close this bad boy out. And perhaps perhaps get a uh, a Fuakata going here. Keith, let's start with you. Fuakata, anybody not wearing a black New York Mets jersey tomorrow night. Boom! Fuakata. Let's go Mets, baby. I'm excited about this black jersey tomorrow. Uh, it brings back some good memories, nostalgia, all that good stuff. Let's go Mets. Uh, I think we're going to have a good weekend and take two out of three. Be safe, everybody. Let's go Mets. Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, we've been waiting all year for this, okay? And Carrasco's going to get the first shot of wearing the black jersey. Should have been DeGrom, should have been DeGrom. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm going to enjoy the day because Carrasco can turn into Carajo. And if you're Spanish and you know what Carajo means, it could be a <laughs> big deal. We're going to be calling him Carlos Carajo for a long time. It's going to suck. However, it's going to be a great weekend. Do we get to wear the black jersey all weekend or just Friday? Just Friday. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, let's go, Matt. <laughs> Everybody cool. Oh, Hi, Rodriguez. Just take care of yourselves. What? Wakatatu Rodriguez. <laughs> Matt tells you know what? He's gonna talk. He's gonna talk smack now, but he has to see me. He has to see me on Saturday. So, oh, right. Max. Right. Okay. He knows. <laughs> he he knows his place as little cousin. So let's we'll talk about it later. I'll All send right, you a uh, picture. A raccoon picture. <laughs> uh, producer Joe, you got anything for us? Any uh, nuggets of knowledge or? Uh... Say nuggets to Just him. anything. Don't say nuggets. Okay. Big. <laughs> no. Big. Um, <clears throat> big ups. Big, big emotional boost from the black jerseys and Carrasco successful return tomorrow night. We sweep the Reds this weekend. Okay. Let's go. You, see, Boom. You, you see, he's a big softy for all the angry producer Joe things. You see him? A big little house for Carrasco. <laughs> Uh, Terzio says he's got his black jersey from 25 years ago, number 13. That's got to be one guy, right? Fonzie, baby. Little Fonzie, who's going into the Mets Hall of Fame on the 20th, is it? Or next? Or is it next weekend? It was Ronnie Darling and um, and um, Keith Ooh. is talking on mute. It was a picture from the 70s and Fonzie. Still remember who. Oh, Dennis Jerry Kuzman? No, oh, John Matlack. John Matlack. Oh my God. Matlack. It, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, it's Alomar. Max. Max has an Alomar jersey. Rodriguez. That man. This is like strike three. <laughs> do, I, do I need to say one? Tell me it fell off the truck and you didn't pay for Roberto Alomar Mets jersey. <laughs> Alomar's Puerto Rican. He bought it. He bought it because Alomar's Puerto Rican. However, you know. That's another, fair. That's another. No, that, it's another. It's another stinker for Maxi. He he <laughs> spit in the umpire's face, guys. I know. I would have killed him. Duh. All right. Max says he bought it. Listen, I have a Jason Bay jersey 
but it was a gift, clearly from somebody who hated me. But <laughs> like, you lie like a rug. We know you like Jason Bay. <sighs> All right, that'll do it for us this <laughs> week. Uh, it was a fun show. Uh, listen, we're going to keep you up to date on what is going on at the trade deadline uh, throughout tonight through tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be an exciting day. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. I don't want to see these things out there. The Mets aren't doing anything. The Yankees made all these trades. Chill out. Chill out. Take a pill. It it probably is. It it, it probably actually I saw on Twitter somebody calming somebody down saying just because the Yankees are making trades doesn't mean we're not going to make a trade. That's right. All right, so uh, we'll wrap it up. Put a nice big old blue and orange ribbon on this bad boy and see who we can call as a potential deadline trade come four o'clock tomorrow. We've seen some great trade trade deadline deals for us in the past. I'll uh, Mespedes, who is a Mespedes now, but during that season, fantastic. Loved everything he did. Uh, Rodriguez, but Max is saying Beltran jersey is for you, Rodriguez. I think <laughs> I saw online today was I think six years since the Flores tears. I was I was about to get there, but yes, hundred percent on this day. Was it twenty fifteen? So six yeah six years ago. Uh, where we saw the uh, the tears of Wilmer Flores as he was about to head to Milwaukee, right? And then we also almost traded him to... We almost traded Zach Wheeler, I remember that same year, for Jay Bruce. All right. Before we, before we do that, yeah, there it is. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll head out. We'll talk about our new guys starting next week and how the Mets are just tearing it up and have opened up an eight-game lead on the National League East this time next week. Until then, we'll talk to you then. Peace out, everybody. Get it. Peace. 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 Peace.